0: The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond
1: History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia.
0: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. City and state officials were worried about potential acts of violence throughout this week. This prompted Virginia's capital to go on lockdown on Monday during a yearly pro-second amendment rally. But as Roberta Roldan reports, the event was much smaller than anticipated. A well being necessary. Car caravans drove up and down Broad Street with the signs and flags of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. They pass the Science Museum of Virginia, where the state senate is currently meeting because of the pandemic. Philip Van Cleave, who heads the VCDL, addressed demonstrators in a pre-recorded video. He says the caravan sent the message that they'll oppose further gun restrictions.
1: We're just trying to
0: get back what's been stolen from gun owners over the last 150 years. We want to get back to where we are supposed to be under the Constitution.
1: While most demonstrators stayed in their vehicles, armed groups did gather near the Capitol, including some
0: extremists. They were outnumbered by news crews. A much different site than last year's rally, which drew more than 20,000 people. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. The Coalition to Stop Gun Violence marked Martin Luther King Day with a vigil to the lives lost to gun violence. Pastor Emmanuel Harris, who leads a congregation in Goochland County, was one of the faith leaders to speak at the event. I just just can't fathom how you can read the same Bible and speak against one thing, but not speak against something else. This God and guns theology does not mesh. King, preach love. Gun control advocates are expecting a quieter General Assembly session this year. Their priorities include banning firearms at polling places and on the grounds of Capitol Square. A small number of armed far-right groups gathered on foot near the state capitol in Richmond yesterday, but there have been no reports of arrests for violations of the city's new gun ban. Whitney Evans has
1: more. The city approved the ban in September after months of Black Lives Matter protests where some demonstrators were openly armed. City Council Member Mike Jones said he was eager to see how the ordinance would be enforced this week. We talk about equity. Well, I want to see equity in how this is handled. Richmond Police Department posted the language of the ordinance on its Twitter account, along with a reminder that Virginia is and remains an open-carry state and RPD recognizes the public's right to assemble. Mike Dunn, a far-right organizer, openly carried a firearm near the Capitol. He said he was aware of the city's gun ban and was purposefully defying it. Whitney Evans, VPM News.
0: Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday was celebrated around the country and in Virginia yesterday. In Richmond, the nonpartisan group Brown Virginia hosted a virtual advocacy day. Speakers included Governor Ralph Northam and many other statewide officials, including Janice Underwood. She's the Commonwealth's chief diversity officer and the first person to have a cabinet-level job like this in the country. She says collecting data on diversity, equity, and inclusion is an essential first step toward combating structural racism.
1: You can't change what you don't measure, and you can't measure that what you don't acknowledge.
0: Underwood says she wants to lead a national conversation to transform how government operates, which she says will lead to healing and reconciliation. A Virginia Senate committee voted Monday to advance a bill that would allow plans sold on the state-run insurance exchange to cover abortion services. Plans sold on the exchange have been barred from covering these services since 2013, following a recommendation from then-Governor Bob McDonnell. Republican Senator Stephen Newman of Campbell County criticized the bill, saying that it will lead to taxpayers paying for abortion services. But Democratic Senator Jennifer McClellan of Richmond, who's sponsoring the bill, says that's not true. This is not going to be a bill that requires any public funding of any abortion services. It removes a prohibition on what private insurance companies can offer through the exchange. The bill will now move to the full Senate for consideration. Richmond school board members are torn on whether to bring back Superintendent Jason Camras for two years or four. This was first reported by the Richmond Free Press. Following up on this news, Alan Rodriguez-Espinoza spoke with local parents and RPS staff to get their thoughts.
1: Cameras' contract is set to end in June, three years after he started with RPS. Jane Yarney, whose child attends Henderson Middle, wants him back for four more years. She says she appreciated that Cameras asked for community input before continuing virtual learning. I just commend him for looking out for all the families in RPS. Ebony Mack, another parent, also commended the superintendent's community outreach, this time in regards to police and schools. Cameras has been outspoken about removing officers from RPS buildings since he held virtual panels with students last summer. When you have someone that is willing to listen to teachers and kids and families, that is something that is invaluable. Max says holding on to cameras would also signal a commitment by the district to consistent leadership, a big priority for many parents VPM spoke with. Despite the overwhelming support for the superintendent, some told VPM a two-year contract would better align with Camera's strategic plan, which is set to be completed by 2023. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News.
0: A staff member for newly elected Republican Congressman Bob Good has apologized for some of her social media posts. As Ben Pavier reports, she was also on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th insurrection.
1: Sandra Adams serves as Bob Good's district director. In one tweet, she said people who ignore voter fraud are like people who ignored Nazi concentration camps. In another, she posted a meme of Barack Obama alongside figures like Hitler and Stalin. In a statement to VPM, Adams apologized for the tweets, saying she exercised poor judgment. Good said in a statement the post did not reflect his views. He said it was a personnel issue that he addressed privately, but did not say how. The statement did not mention another controversy involving Adams. She and her husband, Melvin, were on hand for the January 6th riot, but did not enter the Capitol building, according to an email Melvin sent other Republicans. Van Pavier, VPM News. This newscast was recorded on
0: Monday, January 18th at 6 p.m.
1: Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at myvpm.
0: VPM